Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For everything, for everything indie, for everything cults, it's the Blue Horseshoe now. Here's your host, George Bremer and Ryan Hickey. And welcome back into the Blue Horseshoe Pod. As always, download, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you tell a fellow cults friend about us as well. We will be here throughout the entirety of the regular season for all the bad and also all of the good. Speaking of bad, we do appreciate Andy for joining us here and George we mentioned it in the open but especially coming off of the conversation we just had with Andy kind of have giving uh him giving us his perspective on the Patriots it's freaky freaky how similar the Pats and the Colts are and the same issues that are plaguing right now in New England are the ones that we've been talking about for the last eight weeks it is it's scary well what's really scary is it it reminds me most of the Denver game and and, and we know how that turned oh, out and that's the last no. time I felt like you know mirror oh, images no. of each other um but that's what it brings back memories of. And back then it was the two veteran quarterbacks who were struggling and, and two defenses that were playing well. And, uh, you know, we'll see. It's yikes. Oh, no. If we get another 12-9-9-6-15-12 kind of game, sheesh. Sheesh. I don't even know what I'm going to do, George. I burn my eyeballs out by the third quarter. Speaking don't of forget. Which. Don't forget. Last two road games combined, just one touchdown for the Colts. Oh, my God. It's actually like it's it's really not funny, but it's so funny how the Colts continue to just like find new lows. Half the season, four to the eight games, they found they scored one touchdown or less. Like you mentioned between Denver and Tennessee, one combined touchdown in what 130 or 100 and let's say 27 minutes of game time here. Because they have was it, six or seven minutes in overtime by the time the Colts got that fourth down stop against the Broncos to win the game. That's too bad. Can I go through another 60 minutes here, George, uh, of one or fewer touchdowns for sure? But that was at least one thing I do want to see. We'll get to our game picks here in a second. But win or lose, one thing I hope to see this week specifically, George, is the Colts either be tied or have a lead either at halftime or at some, you know, going into the fourth quarter, please. They cannot. I cannot sit here talking about another halftime deficit in which the Colts get down by double digits again and then go into the fourth quarter where they are losing in the game. Again, they are eight for eight in both of those. Just please don't make it not for. I don't care if you lose the game. I don't care if you're up 10, you blow the game. At least give me something that's different so far. That the story that is just not repeating itself. I'm sick and tired of going to the movie theater watching the same movie. Give me some sort of, even if the ending's the same, a plot twist in the middle. A halftime lead. How about that, George? You know, I mean, we say they're inconsistent, but maybe not. You know, maybe they've been extremely yeah. <laughs> consistent. Maybe they're the most consistent team in the league. You just, 
fall behind for three quarters and then you either come back in the fourth or you don't. Oh man, it is. That's a good point. It is, it is hard to be as, as consistently bad in the first two quarters and really even now going from the third to the fourth quarters of Colts have it's, I'd love to know in history if the Colts have the longest streak of trailing at half. I mean, they have to. I don't see how another team we can got, do that. We've got to get that ESPN stats and info on our side right here because those guys are amazing with that stuff. But they've got to be up there. I mean, that, that's a phenomenal streak. To go straight eight straight weeks just trailing at halftime is, is pretty crazy. But then throw in the third quarter as well. I don't, you might be able to go to 10 straight. You definitely can go to nine because I know that Jacksonville game, they were down at halftime last year. And they were down going into the fourth quarter. And I want to say it was the same case against Vegas, but maybe not. Vegas might have been trailing going into the fourth quarter. Uh, but that's how far back you've got to go. At least at least the Raiders game last season, maybe the Cardinals on Christmas Day, which feels like the last time there was any real joy uh, for this franchise. Colts Raiders last year, George, 13-10 Raiders at half. 17-13 Colts in the going to the fourth quarter. So they, they were so down at halftime. So we got one part of the streak continuing here. Ten straight games. That's pathetic. That is unbelievable, pathetic. isn't it? Pathetic. I'm telling you, Christmas Day in Arizona is the last time there was any joy for the Indianapolis Colts. Since then. I hate to say it. You're right. Yeah. That was sheesh. I uh, Go figure. Uh, go. Maybe that's what they're You know, that's the issue, George. Bet you everybody. Play as many second stringers as you possibly can. That's right now the key to victory. That that is that is it. Remake and and remodel this team after that Christmas uh, night game in, in Arizona, and that's seemingly the path for success. Holy smokes! So speaking of this game, we see the similarities. We kind of know you know the the keys here. Don't turn the ball over against a, a team that turns the ball over a ton themselves in the Patriots. Be able to slow down the run game because like the Colts. Ramondre Stevenson is the guy so far for the Pats to kind of get this offense going. If you look at the game picks so far this year, George, we are two and six. Jaguars lost in week two. We got correct. Commanders lost. We got right last week. What is your prediction? The Colts on the road in uh, Foxborough plus five and a half, according to Vegas. So even though these two teams are, you know, consistently inconsistent, Vegas does give the Pats the edge there. What's your official game pick for week number nine? First of all, I'm starting to think Vegas isn't a big fan of Sam Ellinger. I mean, holy cow. Five yeah, and a half. Five and no respect. Yeah, Jeez. no respect. I mean, he should be playing that that card all week, I guess. Um, I'm going to go with New England. Uh, I think it's going to be low scoring because I've watched the Colts this year. And so I'm going to go, let's say, 21 to 17. That gives the Colts two touchdowns. That's Wow. That's a lot. Wow. That's a huge offensive wow. outburst. <laughs> that is what? That would be the most productive offense since week one, right? Jaguars well, shut out. Denver on, on the road. road least, up, on the road. Holy cow. On the road. That's, that's how you know the season's bad. We're talking about the most productive offensive output since week one on the road. And we're talking about <laughs> 14, 17 points in, in a loss. Anyway, nonetheless, holy cow. This, that's when you know the season's bad. I'm going the Patriots. I'm going even lower. I have less faith in these offenses than you do. I'm going to go 17-13. Colts get one touchdown, settle for a few field goals because they can't punch it in the red zone. This Patriots offense is not scary whatsoever. Mac Jones is not very good. A lot of question marks, a lot of holes about this Pats offense. But with that said, I think the Colts, again, I just can't trust them to not turn the ball over in a key situation that either is going to be in the red zone or deep in their own zone, which is going to put the defense in a, in a you know disadvantageous situation. 
I, I just I can't trust them. I'm sorry. For both teams that are wildly inconsistent, I'll give Bill Belichick the edge. I'll give the edge to the Patriots that are a little bit more slightly more buttoned up and also do have more takeaways on defense, are a little more opportunistic than the Colts have been so far this season. So we'll go 17-13, low scoring. Going to be brutal to watch offensively, but the Pats, I think, do in the end get the win. The Colts, I think, are going to 3-5-1. and one. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think it's going to be a tough game again. Um, it's definitely a winnable football game. I don't think there's any doubt about 100%. that. Uh, I just think that, you know, from, from my perspective right now, the Colts keep finding ways to lose games. I think the Washington game really hammered that home. You got a nine-point lead with uh, 11 minutes to go, and, and you give up 10 points in the final 455. Uh, you know, something is just not going your way. I, I don't know what they did to anger the football gods, uh, but but certainly they have felt the wrath all year long. I mean, outside of the Eagles game, George, look ahead to their schedule. Like, I would argue maybe the Vikings, maybe the Chargers. Three out of the nine games remaining, so two-thirds of their schedule, they you could win. I could easily see a path to victory against every single one of those opponents. Like you mentioned, the, the Raiders are coming up. You have the Patriots this week. The Steelers are coming up in a few weeks. Like the Texans at the end of the year. Like there are still some winnable games on the schedule. But you mentioned like the reason why – like I almost picked the Colts in this game, I'll be honest. The reason why I didn't was because I literally looked back to last week and you mentioned the Commanders game. You can't close that game out at home up by nine with, with whatever – how much you know in the fourth quarter. Like I just can't trust you. They should win this game. They, they the, the Patriots give you nothing to be actually worried about. But I, you can't trust the Colts. Anytime they should be in a position to win the game or make a play, we've talked about it. More times than not, they cannot. So even though it's winnable, even though, again, this is another situation where both teams are pretty evenly matched, I, I just can't trust the Colts, what we've seen so far through the first eight weeks, to actually make the plays needed to get the win. Yep, which means, you know, congratulations to the Colts. They're going to win, right? I mean, we got the win last week. There's no way we're winning That's two in a row uh, on our picks. And and honestly, I mean, it, for whatever reason, throughout Frank Reich's entire tenure here, the games it feels like they will lose the most are the ones that they end up winning. So probably I, the best chance for them to win is if Jonathan Taylor doesn't play because that's when all hope is lost and, and that's when they somehow pull these things out. And like watch Grover Stewart like tweaks a hamstring in like the first quarter. It's like, yeah. okay, now, now they're really done. And then like you mentioned, like they just go blow out the Patriots like 35 to 10. And it's like, oh yeah, of course we saw this coming for sure. So that'll do it for the preview edition of the Blue Horseshoe Pod. As always, as a reminder, we will be back on Sunday night after the Colts-Pats game. We'll have that podcast released a few hours afterwards. So we'll get your reaction. You know, you can hear our reaction to what is hopefully a win, but uh, we're not really feeling too confident about that for sure. So enjoy the game, hopefully. I mean, there might not be a lot to enjoy, at least offensively for sure. But we will talk to you again on Sunday night here, right here on the Blue Horseshoe Pod.